You're listening to Quest for Love, a podcast for smart, successful women who want to stop attracting the same kind of men over and over so they can finally have the love they want and deserve. Whether your status is single, dating, or it's complicated, this podcast is exactly what you need to take your love and life to the next level. And now, here's your host, love and life coach, Melissa Snow. Hello, friends. Welcome back to episode three of Quest for Love. Today, we're going to talk about the four types of men that women frequently find themselves attracted to over and over again. So I hear from so many women who are out on the dating scene or they've just ended a relationship and are looking to start another one and they want to make sure that they don't end up with the same kind of person over and over again. What I say, women who continue to attract the same man in a different body over and over again. I know for me that happened for years and years, and I couldn't figure out what I was doing that was attracting these same types of men. I started to believe that maybe these are the only types of men that were actually out there. But I got to tell you, ladies, there are actually good men out there. The kind of man that you are looking for that wants the kind of relationship that you want is out there. But you've got to figure out how to attract them rather than attracting these types of guys. So what I've done is compile this list over the course of the last four years that I've been coaching women just like you. And I've seen these same types of guys show up over and over again. So I'm going to tell you exactly how you know you're with one, why you might be attracting them, and then what you can do about it right now. So the first type of man that we're going to talk about is the narcissist. Now, this is kind of a buzzword right now that everybody likes to use to say that their ex is a narcissist. And I want you to be really careful about using that word because a lot of my clients tend to use that word as an excuse for why their relationship didn't work out and it actually had nothing to do with them um, and kind of takes the responsibility off of you. Now, there are men who are diagnosed as narcissists. That's not who we're talking about. We're just talking today about these men who have narcissistic tendencies. So how do you know that you're with a guy like this? This is the kind of guy who at first is very charming. He's talented. He's successful. He's attractive. Everyone seems to like him. Everyone seems to be drawn to him. He's very charismatic. But once he has you hooked, you start to see a different side of him. He becomes more demanding and critical and self-centered. He makes everything your fault, turns things around on you, makes you start to second guess yourself and your sanity. And sometimes you find yourself making excuses or justifying either to yourself or other people why you're staying with him because deep down you remember how wonderful he was at the beginning of your relationship and you really want to try to get that guy back. You think that if you can just act different or say something different or create a different vibe in the relationship than that charming, talented, successful, wonderful guy that you fell in love with to begin with will come back and this demanding, critical, self-centered guy will go away. Sadly, as you probably know, it doesn't work like that. So why might you be attracting narcissists? 
It could be that you're looking for the wrong qualities in relationships. So you want to ask yourself, what do you look for when deciding who to go out with? Because if you can't answer that question beyond, I want someone who's taller than me, someone who likes to work out, someone with dark skin, someone who's handsome, then you're probably going to be in trouble. Because if you're not looking beyond who he appears to be, that charming, talented, successful, attractive man, you're going to miss it when he shows you who he really is, this more demanding, critical, and self-centered guy. And if you are someone who has dated or is dating a narcissist, it can be really helpful to sit down and really think about your values, your negotiables, your non-negotiables, and what's really important to you in a relationship before you get into another one. This is one of the first things that I do with my clients is getting really clear on what they value the most and what they really want the most in a relationship. Because once you have that sort of blueprint, When you encounter one of these narcissists or one of these guys with narcissistic tendencies, it's going to be much easier for you to identify that they don't have the same values as you, that they don't fit in with your negotiables and your non-negotiables, and it's going to be that much easier for you to move on sooner rather than getting caught in this trap of like, if I just do more, be more, say something different, then maybe I can get him to be that nice guy again. Okay, so the next type of man that women frequently find themselves attracted to over and over again is the bully. Now, this guy is kind of similar to the narcissist. They have a lot of similar tendencies, um, but he's usually meaner and more aggressive. So this is a guy who blames you for things that aren't your fault. He talks to you like you're a child. He uses an intimidating tone. He's highly critical of you. A lot of times, but not always, the bully will cross the line into mental abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse. So why might you be attracting bullies? Here's the truth is that bullies are really good at targeting people with passive personalities. So they will push your boundaries to see how you react. And when you don't stand up for yourself, then they'll just keep pushing. And when you think about leaving, then they'll throw you just enough affection to reel you back in. And if you're not strong in your own sense of character, then these guys make you feel like something is wrong with you and that you should just be thankful that they're paying any attention to you at all. These are the guys who use lines like, you'll never find somebody else or you'll never find somebody who loves you like I love you or who puts up with you the way that I do. So if your self-confidence is wavering and you don't really believe that you deserve better than these guys and the way that they're treating you, then you might find yourself ending up with these types of guys over and over again. So if that sounds like you, one of the things that you really want to work on is building up your self-esteem outside of a relationship. You want to make sure that your self-esteem isn't linked to things happening outside of you. So if your self-esteem is up and down all the time, depending on what your partner is doing, how he's treating you, if he's calling you, if he stood you up, then you know that you need to work on your self-esteem. You want to be able to feel great about yourself all the time, regardless of what's happening outside of you. And once you can get to that place of self-love, then you are much more likely to avoid attracting bullies because they will see that you know yourself, that you love yourself, that you're empowered, that you're confident. And that's not the kind of girl that a bully wants to be in a relationship with. 
Okay, so the third type of man that women frequently find themselves attracted to over and over again is the fixer-upper. So this is someone who has low self-esteem. They'll agree with anything you say. He really has no sense of self-confidence. He can't really voice or argue his own opinions or desires. He's like cool with whatever and just wants what you want. He isn't great, but you feel like he has some potential. Like he just needs you to help him up-level his career or get a more mature wardrobe or heal his relationship with his mother. And once you help him do that, then he will blossom into this wonderful man that is what you've always dreamed of. (laughs) So why might you be attracting fixer-uppers? Some women have learned that they are only worthy when they give and help, so they put forth this vibe and attract men who need help. So whether it's a mama's boy who needs taken care of or a bad boy who needs reformed, it makes you feel important and special and wise and needed. There's an old saying that says when you fish with diamonds, you're going to catch a fish that likes diamonds. So in this case, when you fish with your usefulness, always showing people what you can do for them, you're going to catch a fish that wants to use you. All right. And then the fourth type of man that women frequently find themselves attracted to over and over again is Mr. Unavailable. So how do you know that you're with an unavailable man? Well, the easiest way is that he's married, engaged, separated, in a romantic relationship with, or has feelings for some other woman that is not you. But it also could be that he's just emotionally unavailable. And next week, we're going to dive way deeper into the emotionally unavailable man. But this is someone who says that he likes you, but he's not looking for a commitment. He avoids conversations about what you are. He won't bring you to meet his family, even though you've been dating for several months. He decides to go to his friend wedding alone rather than take you as his date. And he probably has a history of short relationships and a whole bunch of excuses about why he just hasn't met the right woman yet. So why might you be attracting emotionally unavailable men? It's possible that you are emotionally unavailable too. And here's what I mean by that is that maybe you have some stuff from your past that you haven't dealt with yet, that you haven't fully healed from or moved forward from, or maybe you just don't fully believe that you are worthy of the kind of love that you want. Either way, you are attracting unavailable men because you know that you're never going to have to get too close or too invested in the relationship. Attracting emotionally unavailable men keeps you safe because you know that they are never going to get too close, put too much pressure on you, get close enough to your heart to risk hurting you. And so Although it's not really what you want, your subconscious keeps attracting emotionally unavailable men because that's what seems safer. So what do you do if this is you? We're going to talk more next week specifically because there's a lot that goes into why you're attracting unavailable men and what to do about it. But the first thing is that you want to accept that everyone that has come into your life has not only come into your life for a reason, but because you attracted him. Now, I know no one willingly attracts a narcissist, a bully, a fixer-upper, an unavailable man, but we're hardwired on a deep level to attract what we know, what we think we deserve, what we're used to, what's comfortable for us. Our brains are designed to do as little work as possible. Because 
if you think about it, if you had to consciously think about breathing and blinking and walking and moving your eyes and listening to me talk and driving all at the same time, your brain would completely overload. So it puts as many thoughts and decisions and actions on default as possible so that it has to do as little work as possible. And this is how habits get formed. So once you've dated a certain type of guy before, or once something has happened in your past and your brain has decided, yeah, we're not doing this anymore, that was too painful, then your brain just automatically defaults to that next time. So if you're attracting emotionally unavailable men and you want to stop, you have to do the work on yourself before getting into another relationship. You have to figure out what it is that is causing you to be emotionally unavailable and how to heal that part of yourself. I wish that there was a quick fix for this, but there just isn't. When I was going through my own personal transformation, I spent an entire year having no contact with any man other than my dad. And I did this by choice because I really wanted to figure out who I was on my own and what was going on with me. I wanted to find out what I thought made me amazing and unique and worthy of love. I wanted to heal the things in my past that had hurt me. I wanted to find the patterns of thinking that I had developed because of those past hurts and make sure that they weren't still getting in my way of future happiness. And I wanted to make sure that the next time that I got into a relationship, I knew I was a catch and that if he couldn't see it too, then I would just move on to the next one. And what I learned is that the best way to attract someone who is right for you is to get to know who you really are inside and out, do the work that is uncomfortable and painful, and then go live as the best version of that self without apology. To know that you are enough just as you are and that the right person will accept you and appreciate you, flaws and all. And if they don't, then they're just not the right person and that's okay. This is exactly why Quest for Love always comes back to the Quest for Love starts with you. Because all of this stuff that's happening outside of you, all of these men that you are attracting over and over again, is coming from your own brain. It's coming from the way that you feel about yourself, the way that you think about relationships, the patterns of thinking that you have and the things that you've come to believe based off of things that have happened to you in the past. And so once you can work through all of that, then you are ready to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And that's when you will attract the love that you really want and deserve. So join me next week. We're going to talk a whole bunch more about attracting emotionally unavailable men. And until then, remember the quest for love starts with you. Thanks for listening to Quest for Love. If you like what you hear, be sure to leave us a review and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. For more information about how you can work one-on-one with Melissa, check out melissamsnow.com or questforlovepodcast.com. Until the next episode.